What is up, everybody? What is going on? Welcome to episode six of Whatever I Find Entertaining Podcast. I'm so glad to be back. So glad y'all back with me. Um, I just want to get to get to the start of the show. We got a lot to talk about here. We got um, we got a few trailers. We got some movies, some video games, some anime, some fucking some some comic book stuff. We got we got a lot of going on this episode. But before we do any of that, like usual, time for the wellness check. How y'all doing today? I hope y'all doing fan damn because I know I am. But I'm only doing as good as you all doing because y'all know I love y'all. So I hope every day is I hope everything's going great with y'all. And I hope today was is better than tomorrow. No. That makes sense. I hope today was better than yesterday. And I hope tomorrow is better than today. That's what I was trying to say. But yeah, like usual. I just 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 happy to be here. Happy we made it to six episodes, y'all. Six episodes and strong. Very happy with how things are going. Oh, another note. If things sound weird, I'm recording in a different location today than I usually do. Some circumstances happened. I had to switch up the logo. It's a long story. You know, it, it don't matter, though. It's just if if the quality is is lower. Well, I don't say lower, but if it ain't, if it ain't up to y'all standards like the normal episodes are, I won't do this again, but I thought I'd try something due to some stuff that was happening. But just just so you know, if anything sounds weird or there's something you're not used to hearing in the background, it's, uh, I'm doing something different today. That's all. That's all that is. But uh, besides that, um, let's get to let's get to the list. Let's get to the list today. We're gonna talk about um, the hitman's wife's bodyguard. <laughs> We're going to talk about the new F9 trailer, uh, the new Fast and the Furious movie. Uh, we're going to talk about the Demon Slayer movie. They don't got a trailer out, but we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about the uh, Resident Evil. They had a, they had uh, maybe a couple days ago, I think. They had like a, an event where they announced all this stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about a Black Panther movie. There's some stuff going on there that I wanted to get hit uh, touch on. And we're gonna talk about the Doctor Strange two. There's some news for that. Um, and then of course we're gonna finish with the same thing we always finish here. We're gonna finish with some, with some the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So uh, now that we got that out the way, let's. Uh, now we got we got our greetings out the way. We we know how each other's week is going, and we know how, how we we wellness checked each other. We got the list. So let's 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 just get started. First thing we're gonna do is let's talk about some trailers so i'll be right back all right let's go down the list of topics today first one on the list is the hitman's wife's bodyguard now i don't know this is a sequel it's a sequel to a movie called the hitman's bodyguard which i didn't realize was popular enough to get a sequel but i mean i guess when you look at the the, the stars of the movie you go okay yeah i get it um the original, the first one was like I said, it was called Hitman's Bodyguard, and it was starring Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, and it was starring none other than Nick Fury himself, Samuel Jackson. But it also has Selma Hayek in it, where her fine ass. Um, I don't remember the last thing I seen Selma Hayek in, but um, she uh, I mean the movie goes is um, Samuel Jackson plays a hitman, and Ryan Reynolds plays like. 
he used to be an assassin, but now he does like security. He runs like his own security firm, so he protects high high priority clients. And then Samuel Jackson's character gets into some shit, and is Ryan Reynolds's job to protect him. At least he's like a witness protection or some shit. Somebody was trying to kill him, and it was Ryan Reynolds' job to keep him alive. Uh, Selma Hayek is Samuel Jackson's wife, and she's like some kind of like dangerous criminal. So I think she was in jail most of the first movie. I think he even went to go visit her, something like that. Uh, I I don't rem I enjoyed the movie. I don't know how good it was. That's why I'm like so surprised it's getting a sequel. But at least they were at least they were clever enough to just not name it the Hitman's Bodyguard Two. They named it the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, which I kind of like that title. Um, it was good enough. I'll I'll probably see it. Um, if y'all want, I'll talk about it on the on the on the podcast. Only if y'all want. If y'all don't want, then it won't happen. Just let me know. Um, you can uh you can message me at these old great on all social medias the Instagram Twitter and the YouTube of course. But yeah, I don't. It's it's so weird to me that this got a sequel. Like I don't. I don't remember. It's one of those things where, like, you liked something, but it's like, I don't know if this was good. I just know that I liked it. And this is one of them things where I don't know if people thought this movie was good or not. I just know I enjoyed it. But, yeah, that's getting a... For some reason, that's getting a sequel, and I, I don't know why. But, eh, it'll probably be funny for a little bit. Next up, we got Fat... We, we got Fast 9? It's, it's called... Listen here. Fast and Furious has had some dumb titles throughout their franchise. But this has got to be the dumbest one. It's called F9 The Fast Saga. What the hell does that mean? What do you what does that what does that mean? Why would you call one movie the saga? I Huh? You better off just calling it Fast and the Furious 9, bro. F9 The Fast Saga. That doesn't. That makes it sound like it's more than one thing. A saga can't be one thing. Is this the conclusion to the to the Fast and the Furious saga? I doubt it. So I don't know why you would call it that. Um, interested before. <laughs> speaking of funny names, because Fast and the Furious has had them. I, I ran across a list of what the Fast and the Furious movies are called in Japan, and it's just it's some funny ass shit I gotta share with you. First off. The movies aren't called Fast and the Furious. The whole franchise is called Wild Speed, which infinitely better if you ask me. But um, they they go in this order. The first three, um, which is from Fast and the Furious to Tokyo Drift, they're just called Wild Speed. One, two, three. Oh, I think three may be called Wild Speed Tokyo Drift. Maybe I don't remember. Huh? Tokyo Drift, and it's a Japanese movie, and they just. They still call it Tokyo Drift, huh? And it's a Japanese movie. Well, it's not a Japanese movie, but it's a Japanese audience, and they, they say whatever. Um, the fourth one is called Wild Speed Max. The fifth one is called Wild Speed Mega Max. The sixth one is called Wild Speed Euro Mission. Euro, as in European. The the seventh one is called Wild Speed Sky Mission. The eighth one is called Wild Speed Icebreak. And then the spinoff with um, The Rock and Jason Statham, uh, Hobbs and Shaw. That one's called Wild Speed Super Combo. 
I, I couldn't, bro, I couldn't. My imagination ain't good enough to make this shit up. Like, I just thought I looked. I don't even know how I found that. I just thought that was very extremely hilarious. But that was a sidebar. Let's get back to the topic at hand. The F9 trailer came out. Um, I mean, it looks... I will say this. Not a huge fan of the franchise. We're not about to get into that right now. I, uh... Yeah, it's a long story, bro. We're not about to get into that right now. Just know that I, I've seen all of them. I've seen all the way 1 through 8, and I've seen Hobbs and Shaw. I, um... I probably enjoy one, three, uh, five maybe in Hobbs and Shaw. Um, besides that, I don't really like the rest of them. But this, I mean, this one looks like the the, the trailer is funny because at first it looks like, and I guess I'm I guess spoilers for a tra- can you spoil a trailer? Is that a possibility? Is it possible to spoil a trailer? But if it is, then spoiler alert, because I'm finna spoil the trailer. But it, it, it. Dom has a brother this whole time, and I think I think it's super hilarious that this whole time Dom's whole thing is family, 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 and it turns out you had a brother, and we didn't find out about him till nine movies in. That's hell ironic. I can't wait to see how they explain. Oh damn, Dom had a brother this whole time. I can't wait to see how they play that. I can't wait to see how he wasn't in eight he eight whole movies and he don't get one mention. But they're pulling some real Uncharted Four shit here. But yeah, the the trailer's fine. It looks like a uh, at first it kind of looks kind of grounded and you're like, oh, okay, I see what they're going for here. But then all the crazy shit happens and it's like, oh, okay, here's the fast stuff. Here's the here's the here's the furious stuff. It, it looks it looks fine. It it looks like a damn. Uh, Fast and the Furious movie. If you love Fast and the Furious, there's there's going to be plenty to like here. And if you don't like Fast and the Furious, this definitely ain't gonna win you over. It's like Bad Boys Three. It's if you like the uh, first two, you're gonna like this one. If you didn't like those, you ain't gonna like this one. This ain't to win you over. This is the this is the pullback the people that's been missing the franchise. But yeah, that was that was Fast Nine. It it was it was something. I want to do a brief mention on Demon Slayer because. Uh, you know I gotta plug my anime in every episode, but the the they didn't have no trailer as far as I know. Didn't no recent trailer drop, but the the release date is the twenty second of this month, which I wasn't aware of, and it's gonna be in theaters. Which I mean I'm not seeing it in theaters. I I pray that it's on streaming services and I can rent it. But knowing streaming service, they're gonna be like, here's twenty two dollars to rent it. Why would I pay twenty dollars to rent a movie? Why would you? Pay- why would you pay $20 for anything you ain't going to own? Like, I don't even pay $20 for movies I do own. Why would I pay $20 to rent a movie? It, anyway, I just, I, I hope it's on streaming service and I hope it's a reasonable price. But that's all I had to say about Demon Slayer. Um, next up, I, uh, oh, it's Resident Evil. You know what? We're going to take a little break because there's a lot of Resident Evil news. If you're a Resident Evil fan, it's a lot. So we're going to take a break right quick and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about all the Resident Evil shit. All right, I'll be right back, y'all. And we are back. Now we're talking uh, Resident Evil 8. Well, I'm sorry, Resident Evil Village. Because for some reason, Capcom don't want you calling it Resident Evil 8. Even though they took the time to find a word with the Roman numeral 8 in it. 
But you know what? I'm, who am I to tell Capcom how to run their company and what to name their games? You know what I'm saying? I've only actually even played all the way through like three Resident Evil games. But anywho, uh, Resident Evil, not even a game, but the company, well, not the company, the brand, I guess had like a release event. I don't even know what to call it. A uh, showcase, I guess. And they just showed off a bunch of stuff. Not even just the game, just the whole brand. There was movies, a TV show, I think, and a couple of games. Not even just one game, a couple of games. Uh, we can start with Resident Evil Village. Uh, they're apparently, the game's supposed to drop in May. And apparently every, every week... I think until the game drops because I think it drops like the third or fourth week of May uh, every week until the game comes out some content is supposed to be coming out for the game like the first week is a demo it's like a 60 minutes in village where you get 60 minutes to explore the different game modes and just do whatever you want with them but after the 60 minutes I guess you just got to start over because a, a one time demo sounds like hella dumb but uh yeah there's also a mercenaries mode which i'm not sure exactly what that is but it, uh, it looks to be like a, a arcadey action game where you're racking up a high score but you're also you also have a time limit and you're trying to get to oh, excuse me you're trying to get to uh like the end before time runs out but you're also trying to get a high score and you can upgrade weapons and stuff like that uh then there is there's reverse which I believe is reverse, like, like Resident Evil RE, and then verse. You know, they did a reverse. But from what I can tell, because I'll be honest with you, there was a lot of shit dropped. There was a lot of Resident Evil brand information, and I'm trying not to watch any gameplay because I want to be like, I want to be brand new out the womb when I play the game. So I, I, I'm not totally sure but it looks like a multiplayer game where you play uh it's different resident evil characters from different games so i think that's what a verse comes in at because you're just all over the resident evil universe but um it, I, I i don't really like the art style but i mean it's it's probably i think it's going to be free with uh re village so i mean mercenaries is definitely free so ain't nothing to complain about that, but I think Re Verse is gonna be the same thing. So uh, after that, there was those two movies. One's like a Netflix CGI joint, and one's a reboot. And the Netflix CGI joint is called Infinite Dark, I believe. And it's supposed to be like, oh, man, there's so much information, bro. I'm trying to make sure I got it all, and I give y'all the correct stuff because I don't want to steer y'all wrong because I love y'all. Uh, it's it's supposed to be starring Leon, I believe, and it's supposed to take place sometime after Resident Evil Four. I believe, uh, maybe a couple years after Resident Evil Four. I think, not entirely sure, but I, it's definitely in that time frame. It's definitely sometime after four, but way before five starts, which I don't even know how much time is between four and five. But whatever, that uh, that ain't my problem. Like for real, for real. Um, what else? Uh, oh, and then there's there's a reboot, live action movie coming out. That's supposed to start the movie franchise over. Which thank God because I'm a 
very casual RE fan. I'm a huge gamer, so I know all about the world of Resident Evil, and I know way more than a guy who doesn't play much of the game should know. But I've always been fascinated about the lore because it doesn't seem like it, but there's hella lore in Resident Evil. Uh, so I hated the movies, but the movies were bad, but also they didn't have anything to do with the actual franchise they were based on. So that's like double bad because like even by itself, you didn't make a good movie. But also it's not even like based on the game at all. You only had like. The main character of the movies had nothing to do with the games. That's one loss. You only really had... I think they brought Chris in late in the franchise. Uh, Chris Redfield. They brought him in late in the franchise. I think he was in like the... I think there was four or five of them. And I think he was in the fourth or the fifth one. Um, They had Wesker. I think he was there the whole time. Uh, Who else did they bring? I want to say it was like maybe two more RE characters. But you got four RE characters and there's like five or six of these movies. That's not like... Whatever, we're not going to dwell on that. We're not talking about that. They rebooting the franchise. And the reboot is called Welcome to Raccoon City. And it's supposed to... It's supposed to cover the first two games. And so that could be good. Uh, I think they're going to really go for more of a horror angle. with Which the original franchise the movie franchise was more action and not very horror at all but yeah that was that was a a crap ton it was a crap yeah crap ton of of resident evil information it was a lot it was a lot um there i didn't even cover it all that's just what i can remember from all the shit i saw but yeah um there's a there's a new game dropping i think that game is going to have two game modes reverse which is multiplayer and and uh mercenaries which is i don't know if that's gonna have multiplayer i have no clue but yeah then there's two more movies coming out one's a netflix joint that's the uh that's the leon one uh that's the re4 one and then there's the live action gonna be in theaters i guess that comes out the live action one, i don't know when the netflix one drops but the live action one comes out like november of this year uh so yeah welcome to welcome to raccoon city but yeah i think that covers all of the the re news let's move on next topic is going to be talking about black panther some little near dear my heart my next my next topic which we're gonna do we're gonna do uh we're gonna talk about black panther for a little bit because there's something going on with that right now um and then we're gonna talk about dr strange because there's a lot going on with that right now we're gonna just combine that into the same segment and then after that we're gonna go ahead and just jump into uh of the falcon and the winter soldiers so let me take a quick break and then i'll be right back all right y'all welcome back welcome back let me adjust my mic right quick welcome back um next topic is black panther 2 now disney Disney, Marvel Studios, and more, most importantly, Ryan Coogler, the director, already stated that they're not recasting uh, T'Challa. I don't know what they're going to do. I'm assuming they're just going to, he died off screen. I mean, I don't know what else you can do. But there is a, a petition started by a, f- uh, a film reviewer, I guess is his name, uh, Emmanuel Nozette, or E-Man for short. Uh, he started a... Uh, um, 
a petition. And he's got like over a thousand signatures, I think. And he's trying to get them to recast T'Challa. And he says, and I quote, if Marvel Studios removes T'Challa, it would be at the expense of the audience, especially black boys and men who saw themselves in him. That also includes the millions of fans who were inspired by the character as well. By not recasting, it could it could stifle the opportunity for one of the most popular leading black superheroes to add to their legacy. The number one way to kill a legend is to stop telling their story. End quote. Now, it, I, I get what he's saying. I don't agree with it. Um, With him saying that it would be at the expense of the audience, especially black boys and men who saw themselves in him. I think... I mean, except for kids who just don't, who are too young to understand what death is. I think most people are fully aware that, hey, he died. So, I mean, like, I don't. Sorry, I'm just in my mic again. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, For you to say that the, 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 the boys, the, the black boys and men who saw, I don't know who this E-Man guy is. I don't know if he's black or white. I, I don't know. But uh, for you to say that the the black boys and men who saw themselves in him is going to hurt them is doesn't really make sense to me because it's like if you were inspired by Chadwick Boseman's performance as T'Challa, you're going to see a whole totally different actor playing him, and you're going to be like, oh, that's not like it. It's going to have a worser effect than if you just have some powerful moment explaining to you why he's not in the movie in the movie you know what i'm saying like if you just you have like a well-written like dedicated respectfully to his to his character not even i mean of course the actor too but like in the movie say hey here's why t'challa was important here's why he died yada 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 that would mean so much more than to recast him i feel like re and thank god like i said at the beginning that that they are the people who who are important already decided no we not recasting them because you you can't bro like here's why one no one's gonna get there's no there's not an actor bro there's a reason to uh not to child i'm sorry there's reason chadwick bossman is known for playing such well-known characters as jackie robinson for uh thurgood marshall i'm saying uh i think he played I want to say he played James Brown. Two, I believe. Um, there's a reason for that shit, bro. Like he's very good at what he does. You're not going to find another actor that can play his role better or even equal. So you're already going to be downgrading whoever you find is going to be a downgrade. So it's like. That's that's one. Two, nobody's even going to give him the whoever they refine to replace him. They're not even going to give him a chance because he's just not going to be as good. Like there's no there's no there's no chance. They like like Vince Mc, like not Vince Shane McMahon's intro. You got no chance, bro. Like it's just it's not happening. So you need to just like just just give it up. Just like for real, just give it up. It's it's a loss. And it sucks that I'm talking about a character as if it's not a real person's life that that we lost. But it, I mean, that's the circumstances and I mean, that's the topic. So I don't I don't know how else you could I don't know how to more respectfully 
approach the conversation. But uh, it's like you you just not you're just not you're you're not going to find a better one. And to be honest with you, everybody loved Chadwick Boseman, so everybody's going to hate whoever you get to replace the dude. Like that's just facts. Everybody's going to hate whoever. Like he's like I don't even know why you would even take that role as an actor. Why would you want to replace that? Like why why would you? Why would you even put yourself there? I wouldn't. I most certainly would not. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, w- I went back to look. Yeah, it was. He did play James Brown. I was right. But yeah, I don't even know why you would put yourself in that situation. Why you would even want that. Why you would want to be compared to him. So I don't even know who would accept that role. But I, I honestly can't think of a single person. And me, I'm always looking. I'm always thinking I'm some kind of casting director. And I could fix every movie by switching the characters. I, I can't find somebody who could do that role better than him. He was, just, he was just perfect. From the moment he showed up in Civil War. Like before he was even Black Panther. From the moment he showed up in Civil War. It was like, yep, he perfect. That's what he's supposed to look like. That's what he's supposed to sound like. That's how he's supposed to walk. That's how he's supposed to shake hands. That's how he like it, he was perfect for a character that's never been represented in live action ever. He nailed it. And that's it's I don't know, but it's, it's it's no point, bro. And three, there's no there's no respectful way. To, there's just not. There's no respectful way to say, all right, we got a new actor. Now, I am no I'm I'm definitely on board with them just having a different person being Black Panther. I mean, of course you kind of have to. The character itself can't die. But T'Challa as Black Panther is done. Like, there's no respectful way to bring another actor in and he play the exact same person that uh Chadwick Boseman played. There's no way to do that respectfully. And Black Panther's no different than other comic book characters. Plenty of people have held the mantle. Well, I ain't gonna say plenty. I don't I don't know exactly how many, but there's been other people to hold the mantle of Black Panther. Like it ain't just T'Challa. There was Black Panthers before T'Challa. They might even do a or they might even do a prequel. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not writing Black Panther. I don't know. I'm just giving out options. But yeah, I just wanted to sh- sh- shed some light on that article and uh I mean, I see what the guy's going for, but I, I wouldn't, I don't, I don't agree with that. No, I, you can't recast him, bro. Like you, ab, there's no respectful way to do that. But we're moving on to Doctor Strange two. Now, the man, the myth, the legend, the goat, Kevin Feige, who's like at this point, he's like, he runs any, he, he, he's in charge of everything Marvel does. Like, not even Marvel Studios, not the movies, like, even the comic books. He's in charge of continuity for the comic books at this point. Like, Marvel just said, bruh, here. So now he even has control of the comic books, so he can, like, test things in comic book form, and if they fuck with it, he can bring it to the movies. Like, he just has so much fucking control over it, which, I mean, if it wasn't, he's one of the most important people when it comes to this MCU shit. So without, I don't want to say without him, there wouldn't be no MCU, but he's definitely one of like, if there's a big three, he's one of the, one of the players in the big three. But, um, yeah, he, he was on the set of Dr. Strange two and he said, they're about to wrap up shooting. That movie is just about done. 
and uh what what the article that I was reading brought to my attention was that man it has been if you think about it it has been a stupid long time since the first Doctor Strange movie and I've been saying this for a few years because I've been waiting on Doctor Strange 2 for a long ass time I mean the original I believe came out in 2016 and uh uh Doctor Strange 2, multi Multiverse of Madness, is supposed to drop next year. So that's like, nigga, that's like six, what was it, two, 21, 20, what are we, 22, it'll be 22. It's like, yeah, like I said, like six years. Uh, it's, what's crazy is they've been working on this, for which has got to be the longest time span in between them. Uh, sequels in the MCU. There's gotta be. There's no way there's been any movies longer than six fucking... Like, there's been going from one movie to a sequel. There's, there's no way. I mean, shit, they already had three Spider-Man movies. And Doctor Strange came out way before Spider-Man did. And they already got... The third one's dropping this year. And they couldn't even get to a second Doctor Strange. I don't know. It was it was weird. Like, it just kept having... I mean, it was him with Corona like, like all other movies were. But I, it lost its director, like... Like, right when they were finna start shooting, they had to find a new director. And, like, it just, I don't know, it just kept hitting problems, which is weird. But, which is weird for an MCU movie, because they usually be, like, spot on. And they know when shit gonna drop five years ahead of time and shit. But, uh, another interesting fact that I saw is that for this movie taking so long to come out, you would think some details would have got spilled by now. People still don't know shit about this movie. All we know is Wanda gonna be in, uh... It's going to be some multiverse shit. It's going to have something to do with Spider-Man. And that's it. I mean, there's only six confirmed characters in the entire movie. There's only six. Uh, Doctor Strange is coming back, of course. Uh, the girl who, the lady, I don't want to say girl, that seems a little demeaning. Uh, the lady who played his, kind of played his girlfriend, I guess. Uh, Rachel McAdams, she's coming back. Uh, Wong is coming back, of course. You know the funny thing about the character Wong is the actor's real name is Wong. <laughs> That's hella weird. But um yeah, he's coming back. Um I can he's a fantastic, phenomenal actor, but I have no idea how to pronounce his name, bro. But the guy who played Mordor, who was the who was the the guy who brought Doctor Strange in, but then by the end of the movie he became evil. Like, bro, where the fuck has he been? Like I'm saying, it's been six years since the last Doctor Strange, but like, where has this guy been? Because as far as we know, he's supposed to be off in uh, magic users. Because he's like, that's what's wrong with the world, bro. There's too many magic users, but we need to start off in these niggas. Uh, he's coming back. Well, how many was that? One, two, three. That was four. Uh, like I said, there's only six confirmed characters so far. I don't know who in this damn movie. But, uh, of course, we know Scarlet Witch is going to be in her. So, that's five. Then there's a character I've never heard of called uh, America Chavez. And her superhero name is Miss America. I've never heard of this character. But, apparently, she's got some dimension warp and stuff. And also, which I've been, I've been, I've been looking at, like, on low. Not trying to theorize or nothing. But she's another member of the Young Avengers. And they pushing this younger, they slowly but surely pushing this young Avenger shit, bro. And they like slowly introducing characters. And I'm peeping them. I know what the fuck y'all on. Um Miss America's one. I, I looked up, I I went and looked up how many 
potential Young Avengers characters have been released. I mean, not released. That doesn't sound right. Have been introduced in the MCU so far. And uh, Miss America's one. She'll be introduced in uh, Doctor Strange 2. Uh, Kate Bishop is supposed to be in Hawkeye. He's supposed to be getting a Disney Plus series. And she's going to be in that. Uh, Kamala Khan's getting her own show. That's Miss Marvel. Uh, Cassie Lang, which is Scott Lang's daughter. She's been introduced. Um, I wish I could remember all of their superhero names, bro, but I can't remember. Uh, Morgan Stark, which is Stark's uh, Tony Stark's daughter, obviously. Um, they, I don't think she's a character in the comic books, but they're saying she could be either become Ironheart, which is really Riri Williams, or she could take over his rescue, but they think she's going to do some shit with the Young Avengers. Uh, there's a Iron Lad, which I didn't, I didn't even know, but apparently he's like, uh, fuck. I think he's Reed Richards' son, but he comes from the future to stop. He comes, he comes back to the our time from the future to stop himself from becoming King the Conqueror, which is, which is already a, a guy that has to, a villain that has to be coming to the MCU, bro. But uh, also, there's Wicked and Speed. They were in um. That that's Wanda Wanda and Vision's kids. You already know that they gonna be in there. And then there's a uh Kid Loki, which I didn't the Kid Loki hasn't been introduced yet, but there is a kid that has been uh revealed to be in the cast of the Loki show, and they think that kid may be playing a child version of Loki because there's supposed to be a bunch of different Loki's in the show. There's supposed to be a regular one we know. There's supposed to be an old Loki who's like a a fucked up dude. Like he like he's more evil than the Loki we've seen. And it's supposed to be a lady Loki, which is what you think it is. So there's supposed to be all these different types of Lokis. And um he's another one. Uh Kid Loki, from what I know, is the Loki we know sacrifices himself. Uh I hope this ain't spoilers for the show. I mean, how can it be? How can it be spoilers and I have no idea what's in the show? I can't spoil something if I don't even know. But uh, apparently, he, uh, in the comic books, Loki sacrifices himself for the greater good. And he's reincarnated as a kid. And it's like Kid Loki. But that the kid can't remember any of the shit Loki did. So he just decides to be a good guy. And then there's a, they're saying, which I don't know, that there's a chance that Miles Morales could be in the Young Avengers too. Because there's a Young Avengers thing coming. I don't know when. But if they're introducing too many potential Young Avengers characters to not do a Young Avengers. I mean, uh, they, they say Miles Morales might be that. I don't think he was a Young Avenger, but I mean, like, come on now. He can't fit the mode. I don't know if that's... I feel like Miles Morales is, is a ways away, though. I don't feel like... If they do do Miles Morales in MCU, I don't think he is. And don't you think, no, nah, man, they introduced his uncle in the first Spider-Man. They did, but this could be in a universe where... Uh, what is his name? What's his name? Adrian Aaron Davis? Is it Aaron Davis? This could be in a universe where Aaron Davis don't have no nephew that becomes Spider-Man. Or this could be just a universe where Miles Morales doesn't become Spider-Man. It You never know. Uh, the MCU is his own universe, so we don't know. But if they do, I don't... It's just I just don't see two young Spider-Man at the same time. It just... I, how would that even work? So... Uh, Miles Morales' whole thing is that Spider-Man's either dead or way older when he becomes when Miles Morales becomes Spider-Man. So I I just don't see Spider Peter Parker's too young right now 
to have another young Spider-Man. I, I just don't see that happening right now. But they're definitely doing a young one. One thing that I also another thing I learned. Um, one of my favorite potential Young Avengers characters hasn't been introduced, but they hinted at him way, way back in the uh, Age of Ultron. And um, they were uh, the the doctor, the lady who Ultron kidnapped to help him build his his uh his new body. Uh, I can't remember her name, but her last name was Cho. If you know anything about the Young Avengers, there's a there's a young Hulk. His name is Amadeus Cho. I think he goes by Awesome Hulk, which is I, I love it. Um, he uh, he's in the Young Avengers, and uh, the Doctor, her last name is Cho. That's that's in the comic books. That's his mom, and in the comic books, Amadeus Cho is like this super smart kid who uh who looks up to who looks up to uh fuck what the fuck is his name the Hulk uh uh. Damn it! What is his name? The the guy, the regular, the science dude. I, I'm spazzing on his name right now. I can't believe I can't remember his name. But the science version of the, the regular guy. Um, he looks up to him. He's a huge like just like I don't know. He's a mentor to him. So he decides to help him. Uh, Armadeus decides to help him. What the fuck is his name? Oh my god! It's pissing me off that I can't remember his name. Bruce Banner. God damn, we're going to edit all that out. All that shit's going to get edited out. And I'm, it's just going to sound like I said Bruce Banner right away. So uh, three, two, one. Oh, yeah, I remember his name. It's Bruce Banner. Um, I, But Armadez Cho looks up to Bruce Banner. And in the comic books, Bruce Banner suffers with the Hulk way more than you ever get to see in the movies. And uh, like it's. The Hulk is like a plague, and he spends most of his life trying to figure out how to get rid of the Hulk. So uh, Armadez sees that, and somehow, I don't know exactly how, because it's high science stuff, and Lord knows I'm not a high science guy. But uh, he figures out a way to take the Hulk out of Bruce Banner and put it himself. He takes, He volunteers to take on the Hulk for Bruce. So Bruce is completely cured of the Hulk. He just, Armadez Cho just did it. I, I don't know. He just did it. It wasn't like a spiritual, magical thing. No, scientifically, he just took the Hulk out of Bruce and put it in himself. And it's, it's way different because he like fully controls the Hulk. His mind's fully intact. It's like, I don't know, he's way cooler. I found out about him and Old Man Logan because he fights Old Man Logan. He like... Damn near kills Logan's ass, bro. Like, Logan's tripping in old man Logan. He, like, he damn near kills Wolverine. He even stops the fight. He's like, whoa, bro, you look bad. Like, chill out. But, uh, yeah, he, he's another Young Avenger that... I guess I spent this whole time talking about Doctor Strange so I could talk about Young Avengers because I'm super excited for that. I want to see that. But, yeah, that... that my, my main thing was that it's done, it's wrapped up, it's dropping next year. There shouldn't be any more delays. And... We really don't know much about the plot. We know there's going to be some multiverse stuff. And we know we know the, s the six characters that are going to be in the movie. We don't know shit else. We don't even know the villain. We don't know nothing. But I'm super looking for I've been looking for a Doctor Strange sequel forever, bro. Like, so I'm just glad it's on the way. All right, next up. that I think that gets everything out the way. Now it's just time to finish strong with everybody's favorite topic. This podcast's favorite topic. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We're going to get into that next, y'all. I'll be right back.
<clears throat> Welcome back, y'all. We it is time. It is time for the 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 apex of the show. It is time for the climax of episode six, and that is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Today we are talking about episode five, just simply called Truth. And believe it or not, bro, after this we have one more episode to go. Just one more episode. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to know we're almost at the end already. It's it's just it's just hurting my feelings every time I think about it. Every every week we do the show, every week we do the podcast together, y'all. It's like, man, this <laughs> it's almost over, bro. We're one close. We're one episode closer, and there's a little gap in between when this starts and when uh, Loki when this start when this ends and when Loki starts. Uh, yeah, I, th- I don't think Loki starts until. June 11th. So that's... I don't know what's in there. I don't know what's going to take the place of that gap, man. That sucks. I'm upset. But anyway, uh, let's get into the episode. Um, oh, they, 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 they deal with some more uh, Isaiah Bradley stuff. They get a, a very impressive scene. I mean, the first time they had a scene with Isaiah Bradley, was it was very impressive. But this time, uh, Sam sits down with him. Because, once again, Sam's at a crossroads. So he really sits down with him. And he's trying to figure out, like, what happened to him? Where it all went wrong? How did you... How were you made to suffer so much? Like, what? Like why? He was trying to get the whole story, and he breaks it down. And it's it's, it's a pretty fucked up... Oh! I'm sorry. I didn't do a spoiler warning. This, this 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 is your spoiler warning. This is your spoiler warning... For episode five of the Winter Soldier, Falcon, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This is a spoiler warning. I ain't spoiling yet anyway, so it's cool. All I said was he sit down with Isaiah, uh, Isaiah Bradley. Like I didn't. Come on now, you already knew that though. You probably didn't. That was probably spoilers, but whatever. I didn't even discuss what they discussed. I, I did a little bit anyway. But uh, yeah, they have a. It was. It's a dope scene. They have a talk. And um, this whole episode, uh, Sam's dealing with dealing with duality he's dealing with i mean the whole sh- the whole show he's been dealing with picking up the mantle of captain america but this one he's he's dealing with the duality of what it means for a black person to be captain america like this show is this show is dealt with race relations very what i, I want to say very well but that's not what i want to say they've really like gracefully approached it very gracefully i can say that about them. they gracefully approached the subject and i applaud them for that they never went too far but they didn't shy away from it either they definitely tackled the fact that it's not just somebody taking over for steve rogers no this is a black dude trying to be captain america how is america gonna feel about a, a black dude being their mascot i don't know Probably about the same way they felt about a black dude being president. But whatever, we're not going to go to that in this podcast. But um, it, it mostly starts, it, it picks up right where uh, the last episode left off with uh, John Walker on the run because he just murdered a dude in broad daylight. And it, it's fucked up. So he's on a run. He's, he's, I don't, I want to say he regrets it, but I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I'm a, I will say this. Uh, I've never truly hated John Walker throughout this. I know I'm probably supposed to, but that just goes to show how great the show is. It's like, 
You were told you're supposed to hate this guy, but we gonna make you have we gonna make you have to think about it. We gonna make you have to really question it. And this this episode does it again. But um, he's confronted by Bucky and uh, Falcon, and they're like, "Bro, look, just calm down. Come on in. Explain to him what happened. You know, you everything gonna be all right. You Captain America, bro. What can they do to you? But you know what? He he not trying to hear it because he hopped all up on that serum. He just, his best friend just died. He just murdered a dude pretty much on live fucking TV. And, uh, he, yeah, his, his, his mind's racing, but eventually he gets in his head. Oh, y'all come here to take the shield from me. I see what the fuck this is. I know what the fuck going on. Y'all coming now. Nah, y'all not taking my shield. So there's a pretty dope fight scene. Well, uh, kind of reminiscent of Bucky and Bucky and Cap going against Iron Man. I mean, it's not as good. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not as good as that Civil War fight. Like, come on, bro. It couldn't be. There's no way it could. But it's still a pretty good fight scene, though. Not gonna lie. So, uh, they fight. And uh, they eventually end up, like I said, spoilers. I already gave you a spoiler warning. So, I want to hear it. But they end up uh, getting the shield from him and fucking his arm up. Like they, I think they broke his arm. If I remember correctly, uh, they end up fucking his arm up. And they get the shield from him and they get out of it. They just leave him. Uh, there is this really there is this really touching part at the end of the scene where. Um, uh, also, oh, my God, I forgot to mention that. Uh, uh, John Walker almost killed Sam. He had him pinned down and he ripped his wings off and he was about to take the shield and fucking do what he did. The old dude upstairs, but uh, Bucky saved him at the end. But he definitely ripped off Falcon's wings, so the wings are gone. Which which I, I think is them symbolically saying, yeah, the Falcon shit is done, bro. He gonna be Captain America at the end of this show. Which which most people already thought was gonna happen, but also in the comic books when he becomes Captain America, it's not like he's the Falcon Captain America. Like the Falcon shit's gone. Like he doesn't do Falcon. Uh he's purely Captain America until Steve Rogers comes back. And then I guess he goes back to being a Falcon. I don't really know. But, um, I'm, yeah. But I think that's their way of saying that because I think at the end of this, I think at this end of the show, Zemo going to be gone. Captain America. Um, I said Captain America. Uh, Sam going to be Captain America. Uh, I think that dude who's all that, um, that guy who's always hanging out with him and helping him out. Not Bucky. The, the guy who was like showing him his first mission, not his first mission. The guy who was there on his first mission, like on the radio shit, I think that guy is going to become the Falcon. That's what I think. I could be wrong, but uh, I think he's going to become the Falcon. And I don't know what I don't know what's up with Bucky. I don't know what he's going to be at the end of this. I'm not. I don't know. But uh, yeah, uh, back to the fight. Um, they get the shield and we'll. Sam's like laid out because, like I said, John was about to kill him. But um, Bucky picks up the shield and he kind of just drops it next to Sam and he walks off. And it's just like it, you could just see in his eyes. He was like, bro, here, I'm not like, don't give this shit up again, bro. We got it back. Keep it this time. Uh, And so he just drops it next to him and he walks off and then. Yeah, Sam keeps it for the rest. He ain't giving it up again. I can tell. As much as it took to get that shit back, bro, you'd be a damn fool to get it up again. Uh, 
Uh, so then after the fight, they go, um, you see John Walker is in court because of what he did. I mean, he murdered the dude on live TV. He murdered the dude. He also murdered like a, I forgot what to call him, but he was like a, uh, I don't know. Basically you murdered somebody from another country and it wasn't like war times. So you, you can't do that, bro. You basically just murdered a, a foreign civilian. That's fucked up. So, which I, I knew he was going to lose his Captain America status because at the end, he's he's got to become U.S. agent. At the end of the day, because he's not going to be Captain America at the end of this show. She'll be hella whack if he just, oh, yeah, he got the shield back. He's Captain America now. Like, I, nah, that shit ain't happening. But uh, so they strip him of his Captain America title. But what I think is fucked up, is, which is why I'm like, uh, maybe, I, maybe I do kind of feel sorry for uh, for John Walker is they stripped him of all his shit. He's kicked out the military. Everything he's achieved while being in the military is erased. He don't get a pension. He don't get to retire. He gets like, it's not, it's not dishonorably discharged, but it's like, it's like honorably discharged with an asterisk. Like it's uh, with some question marks at the end. And I was like, man, that's fucked up, bro. He did a lot for this country. Like that. I didn't think they would go that far. That seemed like. Strip away the Captain America title, of course. But um, you don't you you don't take away his military achievements, bro. The shit he did that ain't got shit to do with this. The shit he did way before this, you don't you don't do that. That's not that's not what's up. That I I felt really sorry for him for that because, I mean, I know military vets and I know how important their military history is to them. So to have that taken away from you, it's just like. I, I can't imagine. I don't have anything. Like, I don't have a track record of anything that important to me to where if it was stripped, like, I'd be devastated. But, like, I can't empathize, but I can definitely sympathize with going just like, wow, that was really important. And they just took it away from you like it was nothing. They took it away from you like you didn't earn it. You know what I'm saying? They took it away from you like they gave it to you, which is fucked up in any sense. Can you imagine if it was payday and your job just, they was going to hand you the check, but then they said, nah, you know what, bro? You was late a couple days, so we ain't giving you a check. Nigga, I've been working for two weeks. You're going to pay me. But, yes, yeah, I, I think that was, oof. I don't know. I, I feel sorry for him because you could, you know how important, he's not a bad guy. He just kind of made a series of bad decisions in a row that just kept snowballing into something bigger and worse. And it's like he even tells himself uh, before he gets into the fight with Bucky and um, Sam. He's like he was talking to himself, but he was talking to his friend. And he was like, bro, you told me not to go in there. Why the fuck didn't I listen? And he's like he realizes he fucked up. And and when somebody can admit their mistakes, it's, it just sucks that they get punished for them. When they like, look, I fucked up because everybody makes mistakes, bro. Especially when it's coming. It's different when it's coming down from a, a council of niggas, you know, not in the field. And it's like they telling you, hey, yeah, we stripping you all your titles and your accomplishments. It's like, man, what? Yeah, I, I feel, I feel, I feel super sorry for him. I'm not going to lie. And then there's a, uh, oh, man. Well, I, I'll get to the rest of his stuff later. But um, there is a scene where, because uh, like I said, Bucky left, Bucky dropped the shit and then he walked off. So they separated for a lot of this episode. Uh, Bucky and Sam, they're not together for... I ain't gonna say a lot of the episode. But, um... 
Sam goes and sees Isaiah Bradley. Uh, Bucky goes and finds Zemo, and he's. I think Zemo is at the. Um, I, th- I think that's the. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? The monument? No, the. Um, it's when you pay respect. It's like a statue made to pay respect for like a loss. I, I can't remember what it's called. I want to say monument, but that's not it. Uh, but yeah, he's at the he's at the the statue. I think for his city, because you know his Sokovia. Is it Sokovia? Is that where he was from? Whatever city he was from that got destroyed in Ultron, it it just don't exist anymore. It just, it's not there. He says in an earlier episode, it's like neighboring countries started just taking over the land and now it's like my country don't even exist no more bro it's like what was my country is now just different parts of this so um he's at the memorial memorial that's the word i was looking for not monument memorial holy shit i hate don't you hate when something's at the tip of your tongue man you can't find it and then you find it it's like you just won a million dollars um but yeah, more he's. I, I think he's at the memorial for his country. Uh, Bucky finds him there, and he's got a gun on him, and they they. Uh, what's his name? Zemo tries to talk his way out of it, but Bucky's like, "No, nah, it ain't going down this time." And he puts the gun to his head. Well, he ain't put it to his head, but he points it at his head, and he pulls the trigger, and it clips empty. And he shows in his other hand, he got a bunch of bullets, and he drops them on the ground. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't think he was going to kill him. I the, I honestly believe the last thing Bucky wants to do is kill anybody. I, he done with killing, bro. I don't want to kill another person ever again, bad or good. I don't want to kill nobody. When you've been forced to kill as much as he has, bro, it's just like, I don't know. Hell no. I don't want to. I don't want to do murder no more, which is fully understandable. I'm trying to get back to being a normal person. I don't want to be a killer. But then rightfully so the um because i can't remember how to i can't remember how to pronounce their names the wakanda secret service shows up and they they whisk him away and she the leader tells him yeah i don't think you should come around wakanda uh for a while i think you should you know maybe stay away um he's like yeah i get it you're right but then he asks her for a favor. He doesn't say what the favor is. You don't find out what the favor is until later on in the episode. But that's the end of that scene. Um, it's, um, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, oh, oh. She says, she says we're going to take him to the, to the, to the, to the raft. And I'm like, to the raft? Why would, why would some Wakandan soldiers take a Wakandan prisoner to an American prison? Because it. If you don't know a raft, um, in the comic books, it's just like, it's this floating prison, like off the coast of New York. It's a big ass floating prison in the ocean. It, it was in, it's in, it's been in the MCU. It was a prison that they were all locked up in after Civil War, where Tony Stark came down there to talk to him, and he talked to I think Sam, and Sam told him where Captain America was going, and that's how they got to the final act of Captain uh, of Civil War that floating prison brothers in just like the middle of nowhere i think it starts underground so it's like impossible to get to that motherfucker and it's impossible to break out unless you got some help but uh so yeah i'm like why would that take him to the raft that seems i mean he's not gonna ride in a wakandan prison for the rest of his life 
Maybe they don't got prisons in Wakanda. Maybe. I mean, it said nothing about prison in Black Panther. Like, they didn't say anything about... They They never talked about Wakandan criminals. It's like, I don't think there is any crime in Wakanda. I think they're just so advanced as a civilization. It's like, people don't even commit crimes there, bro. Like, we good. Everybody's happy. It's good times. So, yeah, I don't think they even got a prison. Uh, they gotta have some kind of way of punishing bad people, though. Like, I, I don't know. I don't. It's just weird to me that they don't. That they didn't. Um, they didn't take him to a Wakanda. And, like he's not going to stand trial in Wakanda. He's going to the raft. I thought that was weird. I think. I think the reason why they're taking him to the raft, and if you could see me, I'm doing quotations. Um, is I think he's going to come back. I think this is their way of making sure he's not out of the picture forever. I think he's, they're going to find something else to do for him because. I mean, Baron Zemo was so fucking good. I mean, he was good in Civil War, but this really fleshed him out, and he was so good in his show. It sucks to think that we might never see Zemo again. And the fact that he just goes to jail. That's it. The end. That's it for his character. That's it for his character arc. Just, I went to jail. The end. Hell no. There's got to be more Zemo. I think that's why they put him in the raft. I think there's going to be somebody else important in the raft right now. That's what I think. But, like I said every episode so far of this since WandaVision was over. I'm not I'm not theorizing nothing. I'm not speculating nothing. I'm just watching and enjoying the episodes because like most people in the uh, most fans of the MCU, I'm not going to be tricked like WandaVision tricked me. I refuse to. So I'm not theorizing nothing. But yeah, um so the next time you see like I said Sam went and talked to Bucky went and talked to Zemo, he turned him into the to the Wakandans. Uh, Wakandians, Wakandans, Wakandians. Oh, but next thing you see, Sam has that conversation with Isaiah Bradley, the uh, the black super soldier, and this it's a really hard hidden one, and they did a lot with race, and there's a lot going on. I don't really wanna, I don't really wanna summarize the conversation because I don't want to undermine how important the conversation was, and I I just feel like if I go oh, okay, here's what they talked about, and it's just you're not gonna get how important what everything was said, how important everything was. So, um, yeah, the next time you see Sam after that conversation, he goes back. Well, he leaves his house and he, he calls his sister and he's like, hey, I'm coming home. And uh, he goes back there and they start fixing up the boat because he's like, look, I've been fighting. I've been fighting to save the world. And it's I, I'm starting to act like my family not in the world. I need to save my family. While I'm saving the world, you know, my family's important too. So, like, he goes back, he starts fixing up the boat. Uh, everything's actually going pretty good. His sister's happy. His niece, uh, not his niece, she got two sons. His nephews, he's glad he have them there. Um, he ends up calling in a bunch of favors because apparently his their parents were like, they were like the village, not the village. I was going to say the village elders, but it's like, that's not, that's not what's going on here. Uh, they were like they were like the people who helped everybody. They were the people you went to when you needed help. So everybody owed them favors. So he called in a lot of favors. Everybody starts helping, pitching in to fix up the boat. Uh, Bucky shows up with a big fat ass briefcase, and he's like, "Hey, uh, I got some Wakandans to make this for you." And what I'm assuming is it's some vibranium, it's a vibranium Falcon suit. That's what I'm thinking. It, it has to be. What else could it possibly be, bro? 
Unless it's something that helps him use the shield. Shit, it could be like a new suit. Like a, a Captain America suit. I think it's the wings though, bro. That's what I think. Um Yeah, that's 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 what I think. I think it's the wings. But uh after that you get um Oh, there is there is a funny and I love it. I love it to death because I've already stated how how this show gives um, Sebastian Stan, that's who plays Bucky, it gives him uh, such a chance to just be a character, not just some some stoic killing machine. Like he gets to just really emote in here. I've already stated that, but there's a there's this quick scene. It's super quick. Right after he talks to Sam, uh, Sam's sister walks up and he's like. Hey, I'm Bucky. She was like, "Hey, I'm Sarah," and he like, "I think, I think she smiled at him. He definitely smiled at her. I think she smiled at him." And uh, <laughs> Sam was walking off, and you could tell he looked back like, "Motherfucker, you flirting with my sister?" It's just so good to see him, to see him happy. But then they counteract that moment with moving on with uh, go, John Walker going to see his for his best friend. I cannot remember his damn name. Fuck, I can't remember his name. Uh, his I think his superhero name was Battlestar, but uh, he's going to see his her, his family because he got to tell them you know how his, how their son died. He's going to see his parents. He tells his parents how their son died, and it's a really sad and it's a really emotional scene. And it's just it really humanizes um uh John Walker, and it it uh, what's the word I'm looking for? De demonize? Because you know how they say this dehumanizes somebody. Or this demonizes somebody, making them seem more evil. So what do you call it when they undemify them? Like de-demonize them? That's what uh that's what this scene really does. It it really makes them look more human. And you kind of just there's no way to hate him at this point. Like there's just there's just nothing he does or nothing he says that makes you hate him. So they're just doing a brilliant job. That actor's doing a brilliant job. And and the writers are doing it like that. The whole thing with 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 uh, John Walker, they're, they're doing a phenomenal job. Um, after that, you see Sharon Carter pops up for a little bit, and she's on the phone with Batrock, Batrock, Batrock. I don't know. He's French, bro. And um, he uh, she's on the phone with him. If you don't remember, he was in the first episode. He was the dude that that was leading the team that Falcon was fighting in that aerial mission. Uh, he was leading them, uh, and she's like, "I got, I got a job for you." And they're complaining and yada yada yada. I, I think Sharon Carter might be the damn. Um, she's gotta be, bro. She got too much damn power and authority, bro. I think she might be the power broker, bro. She, she at this point, bro, she gotta be. If she not, then this character that pops up after, um, uh, I didn't mention it because I didn't think it was that important, but uh. There's a character that pops up after after uh, John Walker's trial because they're in there trying to tell him what he need to do with his life and he just walks out, which is hell. It's what I would have did, like flat out. Like you already stripped me of all my titles, all my medals, all my accomplishments. What what the fuck? Why would I listen to you? Like you kicked me out the military. I don't even get a pension, no retirement, no nothing. The, like you can't tell me shit, bro. That's like your job telling you fired. 
and telling you to get out, but then at the same time, they're trying to tell you what else you need to do. Oh, and make sure you return. No, I'm not. Leave me the fuck alone. I'm fired. I'm gone. I'm not answering to you. But uh, as he's sitting on the bench talking to his wife, and she's trying to, like, she she's just being emotionally, emotional support. Like, she's, I mean, doing what you expect that character to do. And uh, a lady comes up, and it's, um, I cannot remember how to pronounce her damn name. It's Louise, Louise Dreyfus? She played Elaine in Seinfeld. I mean, she's done shit since then, but that's what I remember her most for. She uh, she played she played a character in the show called Veep, which uh, which is like VP, Vice President, which I heard was hella good. And um, she her character pops up and she's just super charismatic. I don't I think I think if Sharon Carter's not the the power broker, then either this lady's the power broker or she works for the power broker. Like, she got to be, like, hand-in-hand hand with the power broker. It's got to be one of them, bro. Like, for real. And, um, she, uh, she sits down and she talks to him. And she's like, look, my people been watching you. Well, she's like, I've been watching you. And apparently, the thing she said to him, bro, it's like she was watching him before he became Captain America. Like, she knew him. She was like, uh, she was like, taking that super, taking that super serum was the second best decision of your life. And she was like, oh, you want me to tell you what the first, the best decision of your life was next to marrying this lady? And she looks over at his wife uh, and is answering the phone when I call you. It's like, whoa, she on some shit. I like her already. But I, I mean, I, I love the actress. So I was going to like the character regardless. But uh, yeah, she she gets to that. And but that was a really short scene. So I didn't really mention it at first because I didn't think it any bearing. But it's it's all about who the fuck the power broker is, which. I don't know. I feel like the, in the comic books, the power broker is hella fucking old. Like, and I don't mean old like he's an old man. I just feel like he's been around forever. Cause he, but I, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, Sharon's on the phone with Batrock. You see what she was talking about. Batrock shows up and talks to um, the leader of the Flag Smashers. Uh, God damn it, I forgot her name. Uh, let me look through my notes. I'm looking through my notes. I don't see it in my notes. Um... Uh, Morgenthau, Carly Morgenthau. Uh, she's waiting in the park for Batrock. He he brings a briefcase and it's like a bunch of I don't know grenades and guns and stuff in there. I don't know what the plan is, but she's like uh she's like yeah now we got some help in our in our fight because now at this point she was like you know what bro, they pushed me to the edge now now we finished all our war it like I'm I'm done, I'm done playing it safe we 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 done with that shit this is trying to like straight up fight. And Batrock shows up and he's like, look, I ain't here to fight in y'all dumbass war. I'm just here to kill the Falcon because apparently he jealous because the Falcon beat his ass. The Falcon cost him some money in episode one. So he's like, I'm going to kill the Falcon. I don't care shit. Uh, goddamn me, Batrock. But uh, well, she, uh, uh, Morgenthau, uh, Flag Smasher, um, she she does that thing on her that app where she like activates a bunch of her agents and a bunch of people in this park. Just get up and start walking towards her. And you, you don't really see what else happens. That was just the end of that scene. Um, I think the next important thing is they cut to Sam and Bucky. Oh, they were they were, they were were fixing on a boat. But then his sister shows up and is like, yeah, working on that. There was something they weren't supposed to be working on. 
and she told them to get out because they weren't supposed to be working on that. So then they cut, they go off and are in the woods. They're not in the woods, but they're like in the backyard of this house and there's a bunch of trees. And you can see there's a setup where both of them have been practicing trying to ricochet the, sh the, the shield off of trees. And um, they're talking and it's all about, um, it's, it's a dope scene. And I hate to summarize this up too because I feel like I'll undermine it. But basically, um, uh, Bucky's like, he's apologizing to Sam because he he was telling him, he's like, I didn't realize what it meant for a, for Cap to give his shield to a black man. I didn't realize how hard it would be for you as a black man trying to be Captain America. It just, it never dawned on me. And he apologized for like being so harsh. Being so harsh to him about giving up the shield. And then it, it's a really, first off, seeing when, uh, Bucky apologize is like, whoa, that's crazy. But um, it's a really dope scene, which is why I was so excited about this show in the first place. It was never the action. Even though the action is top notch, it was seeing these two characters together because they're just so great together. And then uh, Sam, is he accepts the apology and he tells him, he's like, bro, look. If you want to get over, if you want to get over these nightmares you keep having about back when you were Winter Soldier, like you got to make amends. And he's like, I have been making amends, bro. I've been going. He's like, Nah, you just been going to apologize because you think it's gonna make you feel good. It's not about you feeling good. You got to make them feel good. And he was like, Yeah, that makes sense. So he's giving him this huge speech, and he's like, Uh, he's telling him like, This is how you need to do better. You need to. Here's what you need to do if you want to heal. Basically is what he's telling them. So they after they have this talk, you see um you see and they were both while they were doing it, they were both kind of playing catch with the shield, but like ricocheting it off the trees. It, it just looked really cool. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fake it to you. It just it looked really dope. But then um uh they part ways, which is kind of sad because I'm like there's one episode left, but they, they're coming back together, bro. Because they gotta, they gotta confront uh, Morgenthau. They gotta confront some Flag Smasher, and they're not gonna do that separately. I just, I just hope that by the end of this final episode, they're not further away. They're closer together. But uh, the next thing you see is kind of a montage of Sam working out and getting better with the shield, and he's just, he's just putting in the work and training with it. And then um, there's like. I don't know. I do want to mention that they, they do say that uh, they kind of make a joke about how they're not partners. They're more like co-workers. And he's like, they're more like two guys with a mutual friend being Steve Rogers. Like they got a mutual friend. He's like, that mutual friend's gone. I don't believe Captain America. Well, I don't believe Steve Rogers is gone. I don't believe he's dead. I don't believe it. This doesn't take place long enough after uh, Endgame for him to be dead. Like I get he was old as shit at the end of Endgame. But I don't I don't I don't think so. This takes place a few months after Endgame, maybe. Not even a full year after Endgame. I don't I don't think he's dead. Because if he's dead, bro, why aren't they showing me that? And why aren't they explicitly coming out going Steve Rogers is dead? I, I didn't see too many movies, bro. And I'm too invested to fall for something like that. He's not dead. He may be dead by the end of the show. But as of right now, he not. 
if he do die, it's gonna be it's gonna happen during this show. It definitely didn't happen before. And when I say during this show, I don't mean like it's gonna happen in an episode. I just mean from the time between the first episode and the last episode, that's when he dies. It's not gonna be like, yeah, he was dead the whole time. Hell no. I don't I don't believe that. Not for a second. But uh yeah, I just want to touch on that. But after the montage, um, they show they sh there's this thing that Sam's trying to pull off. He's trying to like throw the shield and then do like this crazy ass flip and then catch the shield, and that's what he was trying to work on. But there's there's some scenes where he damn near decapitates himself where the shield comes flying at him and he ducks it, and it it just goes to show like <laughs> using that shield's not easy, bro. It never was, and I've talked about how uh, there's never been anybody as who's as cold with the shield as Steve Rogers, but. Yeah, it just goes to show you that like that shit's not easy. But eventually he lands the thing he's trying to do and it cuts off. That was the end of the episode. And um there's a there's a mid-credit scene or end credit scene, I don't remember. But it showed which I'm totally blown away by this because I didn't see this coming at all. But there's a scene where Um They show John Walker. He's making his own shield. Like legit, he's making his own shit, which makes sense because he's gonna be U.S. agent, bro. Like, man, that shit was happening. Like, that was determined. That was that was as obvious as uh, Wandavision having Agatha in it. Like, nigga, we all knew. Like, nobody was tricked by that. Nobody was caught up. I didn't even know who Agatha was when that show first came out. And I was like, yeah, she's yeah. Like, I don't know if they made it obvious on purpose, but it was like, yeah, bro, we all we all know, we we all know, you're not you're not pulling the wool over anybody's eyes. Uh, to be honest with you, Agatha wasn't as evil as I thought she was gonna be. For real, though, she just wanted more power. She didn't. She wasn't like trying to kill anybody. She did kill the dog though, which like why? But anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, they, that was the last thing you see. The last thing you see is U.S. agent. Making his own shield, which is uh, it's pretty dope. Because that leads me to believe that U.S. Agent is going to have some kind of role going forward in the MCU. Because you can't introduce a character, bro, in a six-episode a six show and then that's it. Like, what the fuck? Especially one where you put too much detail into it as this one. So, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I can't, I can't wait to see. But that was the last, that was the last scene. And um, we got one more episode, bro. I'm a, uh, I'm all teary eyed, bro. Like I can't believe we are, we already at the end of Winter Soldier, bro. And Loki is like more than a month away. But yeah, that that that's. I'm gonna wrap up the episode. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and end it here. Uh, I've been rambling on enough, like usual. Uh, but yeah I'm, I'm really excited we covered a lot in this episode but i got through everything i wanted to get through i'm happy y'all stuck it out with me at this may be a longer episode than normal but man i'll switch you i never know how long these shits gonna be i just get on here i just talk about the stuff i want to talk about and and we we just converse so i'm still working on i know i, I said this every episode but i'm still working on um getting guests on there's some few things i have to figure out I'm still working on getting some guests on. And 
one thing I'm worried about is that making this podcast longer than it has to be. But that ain't y'all problem. That's my problem. I just appreciate y'all showing up. Thank you for hanging out with me. Thank you for giving me your time and your attention. I love y'all. Uh, have a good day, y'all. I'm out. Peace.